Hey everyone, it's Dario Kristen with AfterBuzz TV. Did you know that TrueCar.com is changing car buying experiences forever? Yes, everyday TrueCar users receive negotiation-free guaranteed savings. Although, some features are not available in all states. But it's okay. In the first three months of this year, over 126,000 cars were sold by the TrueCar Certified Dealer Network. TrueCar users save an average of $3,078 off of MSRP. When you're ready to buy a car, just follow these easy steps. It's just three of them. First, you go to TrueCar.com and find out what other people pay for the car you're looking for. Then register at TrueCar.com to see upfront pricing information and lock in your savings. The third step is so simple. Just print out your true savings certificate and take it to the TrueCar certified dealer for a better, hassle-free car buying experience overall. Remember, everyday TrueCar users receive negotiation-free guaranteed savings. Save time, save your money, and never overpay. Visit TrueCar.com today. That's TrueCar.com. Tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads from over 200 countries and your number one source in after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Wow. <laughs> I miss this song! <laughs> let's, just listen to, let's just listen to it for a moment. Alright, alright. What's up, boys and girls? Cowboys and cowgirls, that is. I'm AJ Gibson, joined as always by Dorinda Barker and Kelly Oliski. This is Hi. Dallas Season 3, Episode 9, Denial, Anger, and Acceptance. Is that right? Kind That's of? Right. Close uh, enough? Denial, Close Anger, and Acceptance, or if you ask one of us. All three of us wrote down different titles. <laughs> yeah. I wrote down Denial, Danger, Acceptance, <laughs> yeah, exactly. which is also a good, a good title, I think. Yes. What did you have? I had Denial, Danger, Acceptance. You had what? Den- danger, danger, Anger, anger Acceptance. You weren't even close. <laughs> all right, all right. All roads lead to acceptance, apparently. So, it's been a while. We've been gone for a few months. I know. I'm sounding a little raspy right now. I, I think my voice sounds pretty masculine like this. I should get a, I should get a sore throat more often. Oh, yeah. What do you think, ladies? No? I like it. Why do I have a black Burn mug tonight? It. How did that happen? Why don't I have a yellow mug? Oh, why, why you, you always have oh, to stand yeah. out. Always Go away for a few months. Mind. I give me a black mug. All right, whatever. <laughs> Let's dig right in. So... Uh, as as the first half of the season uh, ends and then the second half picks up, we are at the South Fork Ranch. There yep. is a fire going on, right? And uh, it, we open with Bobby and Christopher kind of coming out of a of a fog, a haze, and uh, they decide to run around the house and frantically try to save everyone. Of course, of uh, they find Bo, and yes. they do what what happens in every major fire scene. They pick off some sort of like <laughs> wall <laughs> off of him, uh, and they get him out of the house, and then uh, they go back in. Bobby goes back in, grabs Sue Ellen, uh, and gets her out of the house safely. As this is happening, while this is going on at South Fork, don't forget of the uh, the little menage a trois slash suicide attempt going on at the Omni Hotel or wherever it is. I just yes. assume it's the Omni because that's the one that's in the intro. <laughs> yeah. Uh, John Ross, Emma, and Pamela are uh, about to get it on in the uh, matching green lingerie from uh, the first half of the season, which we love so much, yeah. uh, which both ladies rocked. Uh, and they did look both phenomenal in there. Yeah, they did. They really did. I, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give props where props are due. I mean, yeah. Emma's Emma's a little skankier. Uh, just because <laughs> yeah. uh, she's a skank. It is but, uh, <laughs> like they when you put them side by side, they both look fantastic. But one does look classier than the other. It sure does. <laughs> Emma looks like the same outfit. Emma like, looks like a hoe. She looks like a hoe. <laughs> I love you, Emma. How are you? Come back and see us. Uh, so uh, the paramedics are called. She's lying on the ground convulsing. Uh, John Ross gets her to <clears throat> spit up some gross look stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and her lips are white. That was freaky. He's yeah, that was... freaking out. Emma's just in shock standing in the background. Just can't believe what's going on. In her slut gear. Yep. And her yeah. slut gear. I mean, what do you think the par- Like, can you imagine, like, the paramedics walk in, these two chicks are dressed the same in lingerie. One of them's, like, half dead on the floor. Like, that's just <laughs> nuts. I mean, if it were West Hollywood, that might just be, like, a, like a Tuesday night. But in Dallas, I don't know if they're used to that down there. That's just how do, how do they roll in Dallas? Uh, apparently, like that. Oh. Aye, aye, aye. <laughs> just like that. Uh, so, uh, the paramedics 
paramedics asking all the kinds uh, kinds of questions to John Ross to try to figure out how to uh, how to help Pamela, right? And he's mm-hmm. and none of them. He's just getting mad about every question. Then he mm-hmm. says, "Does she have any previous suicide attempts?" Uh, and that really kind of upset John Ross, uh, and it upset Emma as well. She's standing in the corner, like holding her stomach, like, "Oh my God, what do I do now?" But my question was, has she attempted suicide in the past? Did I miss something, or was he just? Was it just hitting him at that moment that she had attempted suicide? I think it was just hitting him. Okay, yeah. Well, because Emma pointed out the pill the... bottle. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, but first season, didn't she do something crazy town? I mean, she does something crazy town every season. Yeah, but this is That's why we love her. Yeah. <laughs> well, she she murdered somebody season one, remember? Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. And okay. cleaned up the cleaned okay. up with a mop and a but bucket of Clorox. I don't think there's ever been a suicide attempt. Yeah, I mean, you guys no. can yeah. comment and let us know if we're wrong. But I was, try- I was thinking the same thing, and I was yeah. going back through previous seasons, and I don't remember... Off the top of my head, there being one. But. Yeah, well, we have our phones next to us, so please, please tweet us. Yeah, so okay. I was uh, underscore AJ Gibson. She's uh, Kelly Oliski, I think. Uh, no. Kelly 079. Kelly 079. I yeah. forgot. How did they forget that? And Dorinda didn't bring her phone, so don't tweet yeah, her. Sorry. Uh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's so good to be on, on a podcast right now and just be able to curse like that. I, I, know. I haven't been able to do that so long. Uh, let's move on. So we've got Trevino, uh, who actually, I really quickly want to talk about this. I actually had the pleasure of interviewing um, Juan Pablo de Pache, who plays. Nicholas Trevino. Um, I do a little show on Fox TV called Hollywood Today Live. Uh, please tune in. Uh, but he, he was our guest the other day. And he says that there's a lot of really, really, really dicey stuff coming up in the second half of the season. Uh, and I asked him, first and foremost, my, my number one concern, uh, besides Victoria Principal, obviously. <laughs> obviously. Um, anybody who listens to this podcast will know that reference. Uh, he, I asked about Sue Ellen. And if she's gonna, she's gonna be boozing. Mm-hmm, and he mm-hmm. just grinned and started laughing. He's like, alright, you just get ready. Get ready for that. And he said also, uh, uh, Brenda, uh, Brenda Strong. Oh, I can't wait. And Ewing has some good stuff coming up because she's really been underutilized, I feel like. Yeah, she was on the back burner the first mm-hmm. half of the season. So I'm really excited to see what they're gonna bring in for her. Cause she's so great at what she is. You, you have to utilize her. I right. love that Southford just burned to the ground and used the back burner reference. <laughs> she's so inappropriate. <laughs> well done. Well, well even done. when, <clears throat> Excuse me as I choke. Even when Emma Bell was here, she... You get a uh, drink of water out of your (laughs) yellow mug. She had said that Anne had some really great stuff coming up, and she was, you know, she didn't give us many details, but I'm just excited to see where they go. Yeah, they they wrapped filming for the entire season a while ago, Mm -hmm. but then they just went on hiatus for a few months and made us wait. I I don't like it. All right, so Trevino and Elena, they're lying in bed together, and... uh, Real quick, before we even go, I just want to talk on a way, the way they shot both scenes and how they were going back and forth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I loved that. I love everything about this show. Yeah, I, I, I thought mean, it was beautiful, yeah. Yeah, cuz mm-hmm. it was it was very poetic in its own way of watching destruction on both ends mm-hmm. and how it was just fitting even though one was a fire and the other one tried to, you know, do herself in, but it worked so right. well and I wanted just to say some of this, some, there's been some amazing shots on this show, mm-hmm. you know, all throughout the season. So whoever does the rare time, dove in the cage, that was a great shot. Remember that one? <laughs> All right, we'll let that one slide. We'll give you a one, Dallas. No, no, it, it reminds me of the explosion on the oil rig out in the, out in the water oh, a couple right. of seasons yes. ago. Yeah. Another really beautifully done scene. Yeah. Uh, they're really great at these sort of uh, epic, over-the-top, mm-hmm. disastrous sort of yes. tragic scenes that they do. They're so they're so great at them. Yeah, they're uh, yeah, they do a great job. Kudos, guys. I love that you pointed that out. I love you. I missed you so much. <laughs> I missed you too, Kelly, but mostly Dorinda. Uh, Just kidding. Bye. All right, so Trevino bye. and Elena, they're in bed. And, uh, I'm Emma. As they're ready to get it on again, go for round two, apparently. Which grosses um, me out every time. Yeah, a little bit. That is a little bit. Don't oh, they, didn't yeah. they think they were brother and sister for like their childhood? <laughs> right. And now yeah. they're banging. You know the little boy from the streets. Yeah, she saved him. Now she's trying to get impregnated by him. So uh, she's getting phone calls. Elena is getting phone calls from her mom. And then finally she answers and her mom tells her, uh, and that there's a fire at South Fork. Uh, mm-hmm. she freaks out, um, rushes out to the hospital and Trevino's laying in bed, like just chilling, like, why, why are you running out? <laughs> where are you going? <laughs> well, there's a fire and, and she doesn't know who's involved yet. She yeah. knows her mom's okay, but right. she doesn't know where Drew is at this point. Drew could be there. She could have started it. She, that's a concern of hers. Mm-hmm. Um, so she heads to the hospital, uh, at the hospital, Bobby and Christopher, uh, they're there together and, uh, all of a sudden Pamela, Rolls by them on a gurney. So they don't know that anything's going on with her until right. that moment. Yeah. When they see her in the classier version of the green lingerie. Yes. <laughs> yes we've decided. Yes, yes. yes. The classier yeah. version. Yeah. Uh, John the Grace Ross. Kelly. Yes. The Grace Kelly. 
What would be what would be the sluttier version? Who would that be? Come on, think about it. Anybody? Anybody? Get back to me. We'll put the hashtag for it. Slutty green lingerie. Just, we'll just call it the Emma. Hashtag yeah, Emma. Yeah, Emma's yeah. Out. Yeah, uh, so she goes by on the gurney. John Ross and Emma don't... Uh, oh, John Ross and Emma don't know about the video. Because who made the comment? Was it Was it Bobby? Bobby. Yes. Bobby, Bobby made the comment made the about comment. why would you send that video to her? And bo- the look in both their their eyes was they had no clue what he was talking about. Yeah, utter shock. Yeah. And he automatically thinks it was Emma that did it. Yeah. And she's well, trying to defend herself. And why wouldn't you? I mean, honestly, she's the easiest suspect. And she's also the easiest, apparently. <laughs> I mean, hey. Well, and so. you know from last, you know, from the first part of the season, he was trying to break things off with her, but she kept throwing in the business stuff and it they went hand in hand. Yeah. So he was even a little reluctant to go and be with her. And then well, all think, of this kind I, of. I think you bring up a great point, Kelly Oliski, Kelly O seventy nine. I think is that right? Like, yes, right? good yes. uh, tweeter. Uh, I think you bring up a great point. I want to talk about that for just a moment. Uh, what is it about John Ross that draws him to these psychotic women? Because they're both nuts in completely different ways. I mean, Emma was popping pills and all, on all mm-hmm. kinds of drugs. Uh, Pamela murdered somebody, cleaned it up with some Clorox, and just moved on with her life <laughs> after losing two children, and, and like, it didn't seem to face her for more than like two episodes. Have <laughs> um, you met his mother? Well, yeah. But, but, but <laughs> see, his mom's a good person, though, but she's yeah, crazy. she's crazy, but she was crazy in the earlier days. Like, she got her stuff together. Yeah. But, like, think Sue Ellen, alcoholic Sue Ellen, walking the streets of Dallas, drinking out of a bottle out of a liquor out of a bag from a bum. Oh my god, you just described my perfect episode. <laughs> I wish there would be like an entire episode of just that. Just her that walking, walking Well, again, not in the 80s, now. <laughs> I thought we were going to have that tonight. No, yeah. But with the guests, I was like, oh my god, they're going to go there, they're going to do it. Yes. We oh had glimpses god. of it when yeah. she was walking around the uh, gift shop in her robe. Yeah, oh. and she was about to chug some we're not there. We're not there yet. I've got some tweets I want to read about that <laughs> yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the cast was live tweeting all night, so I've got a couple of those I want to share oh. A little bit. Um, But back to John Ross and Emma, though, I I just wrote down that's what you get. That's what you get when you treat people the way they treated people. You know, they're in a a crap situation now, but it is what it is. And how how do they get out of it? I don't know. And John Ross, it looks like at this point, he's starting to look at Emma differently already. Because Mm -hmm. when he left, uh, when he left the uh, the hotel where the three of them were having a little uh, suicidal menage a trois, (laughs) that's a thing, apparently. Hashtag. Uh, Yeah. Mm -hmm. And when he left, he left her there. Didn't even look back. Didn't, nothing. Just so, left. That's always telling. Oh, well, you, you think, Dorinda? <laughs> Has this happened to you before? <laughs> Our little sleuth over here. Well, the man that's cheating on his wife with you leaves after his wife tries to commit suicide. He goes to the hospital and leaves you in a green slutty lingerie without saying a word to you. Well, he, probably yeah. he probably doesn't love you. He yeah. probably doesn't love you. <laughs> Nine times out of ten. <laughs> yeah. But I think this this situation, though, for me, just watching John Ross deal with it and come to the realization that he did this and really mm. kind of taking a step back and looking at it. Okay, but do you think, though, because let's let's John Ross is a mini JR. Uh-huh. JR, there were plenty mm-hmm. of moments throughout the years where JR, it seemed like, okay, finally he gets it. He gets how awful he's been to somebody. He feels bad for hurting Sue Ellen. He feels bad for hurting his brother. He feels bad for something. And in a moment, it seems like he's going to make a change, but he never really did until he almost, until he died off. Yeah. So I'm curious, do, is there, and this is the topic that maybe you should wait a little bit on, but just put this in the back of your minds. Is John Ross really capable of loving? And being well, a good and guy. That's, that's the thing. And I love the fact that he even asked the same question out loud. Mm-hmm. Like he says yeah. it himself. Yeah. You've known me for, you know, telling, talking to Elena. You know me better than anyone. Am I even capable of that? And you notice how she didn't even answer the question. Because I don't think she can. I don't think she can. I don't think he can. I don't think anybody can. No. Uh, none of us. Uh, three expert panelists here. We can't <laughs> even answer it. I'm gonna, I am going to say, with that being said, at least he asked the question. His father would never ask that question. Oh, he wouldn't want to know. He didn't want, but he wants to know, which leads me to believe that he has some kind of a heart. Mm-hmm. And he has well, and I think the that struggle that he, about not wanting to be his father, and even like the fight that he has with Sue Ellen, I'm not my father. He's struggling so Ooh, hard to not God. be him. He's just being exactly like him. 
And yeah. I, I, uh, the, the moment where I, I won't bring it up yet. I will, I'll wait just a moment okay. so we don't get too out of order. Okay. Um, but I do want to come back to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's move on to Judith, uh, and Ryland. Judith oh, is my gosh. favorite character in the history of television. Uh, I love how it's she not drinks mother's milk. milk. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but it's milk from your mother is what she says that she gives her son a glass of milk. Anyone so creepy. Oh, but it was amazed and creeped out at the same time. I don't think I've ever had that feeling in my life before. So and that was the first creepy. time. Well, when I Thank interviewed, you, uh, when I interviewed Juan Pablo the other day, I asked him about the scene where, uh, she took the cocaine and rubbed it all over her gums. I said, mama like, and he's like, <laughs> you have no idea when everybody read that line at, cause they do a table read and that's <laughs> when they all find out about what's going to happen in each episode. And it's very hush hush up to that point. Just picking a hair off of that. Okay. Nice. <laughs> Not mine. Uh, but he said when we saw that line and then when we saw her actually do it, he's like, everybody was going nuts. Uh, so she, this is another one of those moments I feel like. Mm-hmm. It's not quite the uh, mama like, but it's not mother's milk, but it's milk from your mother. That's just creepy. <laughs> it was just like, oh. Oh, yeah, yeah. I love her so but much. she can pull it off. No, she's, she's fantastic. She's Judith Light. Yeah. Fantastic. Oh. But I just keep thinking of her as a... Uh, uh, from the 80s. Tony oh, Danza, Tony, Angela. Angela, Angela, yeah. Who's the boss? Well, she is. Who's the boss? But not that kind of she boss. She's a different kind of boss. Oh, she's a madam boss. I like this kind she of boss. Just, yeah. She, uh, she also calls Ryland a lovesick puppy. She tells him that she saw him uh, kiss Anne. As he's sitting there staring at this old picture of Anne. Yeah. Which and is not she, the best picture I've ever seen of Anne. That's probably the only one he has. Uh, she probably burned them all. Yeah, you got a point there. That is a va- very valid point. Yeah. Kelly 079. <laughs> Uh, and then, but then he says, uh, she makes a comment about going and being with that whore or something. And he mm-hmm. says, basically, mom, if I wanted to be with a whore, I would just stay at home. And the yeah. look, she looks sad. She looked actually genuinely hurt by that comment. No, she, he said, if I wanted pain from a whore, oh. I would stay home. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I would stay at home. Mm. It was, it was a good burn. It yeah. was a good burn. I was like, good, go for yours. At least somebody else got a great line. Yeah, that was a great line. There was some and good he, ones. And right. pulls that off. They both like their They're chemistry so together good. is so good and creepy it's so, and scary. Oh, all flowers the in the attic, great. Oh. Totally, like I keep expecting like a weird, obscure sex scene between the two, <laughs> <girls. laughs> and it's his mom. Exactly. Well, I mean, it got kind of creepy where she was like, every time you couldn't sleep, you wouldn't sleep until I brought you my breast, and then oh. there we go to the whole milk thing. It's like really. That is so weird. <laughs> this is a show. This show is really highbrow, you guys. We bring you. We bring you. <laughs> Details you never knew you <laughs> never wanted. Nothing no. but the best here at yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's go back to Elena. She gets caught up uh, by Christopher at the hospital. Um, mm. And uh, he tells her everything's going down. They kind of reconnect and have a moment. They kind of mm-hmm. hug. What I liked about this episode, uh, and this is the first time I, re- uh, I really started to notice it, is that they kept switching up the interactions between everybody. Yeah. And sometimes it's just Christopher and... Uh, Elena, and then it's just John Ross and Pamela and whatever, but they're really blending all the storylines very quickly in the mm-hmm. second half of the season, which, which I really, I re- really yeah. enjoy. Yeah, everybody got a couple's time. Dallas is at its yeah. very best when all the storylines are intertwined perfectly. Mm-hmm. Yes, so, I agree with that. I'm, I'm glad the to see them. the hospital as sure. the epicenter was perfect. Yeah. yeah. That's never been done before in any type of soap opera. Ever. Daytime or nighttime. <laughs> Ever. Just kidding. Uh, so, but Heather doesn't believe, uh, Christopher thinks that Bo started the fire. Heather's like, I don't think so. Unless he tells me himself he did start the fire, I don't think he actually did. Um, and John Ross, quote, can't deal with Emma. Can't yeah. deal. I can't deal with you right now is what he says to her. And she's still just like flailing around trying to find somebody to console her, to, to be there, whatever. Why is she there? Yeah. She's Why still, are you there? I can't get over the fact that she doesn't see that she did anything wrong. No, she does. I think she does. Don't you? No, because when no. when Anne went and confronted her, and she said, "It's not fair. I didn't shove the pills down her throat. No, I right. didn't make John Ross sleep with me." Like she doesn't take responsibility for yeah. her part of it. At least with John Ross, no matter what happens now, he's acknowledging the fact that what he did was wrong. Okay, but, okay, but, okay, but mm-hmm. uh, just because somebody says, "Okay, this is this is a pet peeve of mine." People always you have an argument with a friend or yeah. a boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever, mm-hmm. and they're like. I'm wrong. I know I did wrong. I'm so sorry. And they apologize for it. Sometimes when people accept that they did something wrong so quickly, it's not really genuine. So mm-hmm. with John Ross always saying, I messed up. I'm sorry. 
Well, you keep doing it, but then you keep saying you're sorry. What does that mean? It doesn't mean anything if you keep acknowledging that you mess up and just say you're sorry and move on. Right, However, which is what Bobby was telling him, but yeah. I think this time it's a little bit well, different. Well, with Emma, though, maybe she just doesn't get it yet. And maybe it's because she's a child. Maybe it's because she had a psychotic grandmother slash mother slash whatever. Well, who's and a now going to come coming back and telling her, yeah. you know, to harness she ne- that. You know what? Emma, she never had a chance. No. She didn't. Like I just said, affluenza. What are you talking about? Wait, why do you bring up affluenza? Why do you say affluenza? I don't get the joke. Thank you, Kelly. You get it? Is this a plot from the movie Affluenza? No. I don't understand. No. Why, why are you represent- she's rich and privileged and sheltered and has been told that she could do anything she wants. So when something... And she's never had to take full responsibility for anything Whoa, and why that wait why that, my mind is blown is that what affluenza means yeah pretty much because there was a movie called affluenza yeah I yeah. interviewed somebody from it a few months ago and I ha- I can't remember who it was though no it was uh, uh, Steve Gutenberg I think he's an affluenza no no that might, might be crazy I might have made that up Somebody though, I interviewed somebody from the film. No, Afflenta. Steve Gutenberg is in that movie. Yes, okay, he good. is in that movie. Yeah. You are correct. Ding ding, ding. I had no idea what it meant though. Yeah, so yeah. it's like the affluent lifestyle, basically. Yeah, like having. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was like a really bad stomach flu. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> well, you win some, you lose some, AJ. <laughs> yeah. All right, so Anne finally comes strolling in after her little late night rendezvous with Ryland. You mean going to get groceries? Yeah, she. That's what she tells. That's what she Why tells does Bobby. she continue to lie? Okay, Tell I'm the going. Truth, nope, nope. Anne. The truth I, shall set you free uh-uh. i'm going to defend <laughs> Anne here okay partially because i love her but in that moment while she sees bobby's face is cut up and dirt all over him and people are dying all over the hospital and everything's chaotic do you really think that's the time to be like oh i was over at rylands do you think that's really the time to bring it up or if you love someone you love your partner you shield them from that at that moment no if you love like, someone you don't lie nope i don't no, believe that you do not lie Mm-mm. and not especially about something like that because remember from the last season he told her to tell Ryland this is now his responsibility i want emma out of my house so she was doing what he asked if he if he was sitting at home in his study like going over some documents and she came home then she should tell mm-hmm. him right away in this scenario when all this chaos is going on and people's lives are hanging in the balance I I think it would be selfish of her to tell him that. I completely to disagree. To throw that on top of everything yeah. else that's already gone going down. I feel like that's a moment where she was like... When it rains, it pours. Bring it all on. Oh, Get over no. everything altogether. Because now look at what happened. Because of that, now instead of looking at her and being all in love, all he's thinking about is what she's lying to me about now. Can I believe well, anything that comes out of her mouth? I don't think she expected Judith to come strolling in and ruining her, you know? <laughs> well, that's true. Well, but it always happens in threes. You would have got the threes over right away. Yeah. yeah. Lying people, oh, you always get caught. What do you think, Dorinda? You think there's in that moment? Do you think it was okay for her to hold back that information for a little bit, or no? I'm torn. Yeah, I'm actually torn because I see your point of view and I see your point of view. Because at the time, there's so much going on, and you're like, "Am I really going to tell you exactly where I was?" That's always the excuse. It's always the excuse, and then it comes back later. But then. Ten times worse. Then it goes into... I mean, no, she didn't have to talk about the makeout session, but she could have said, okay, but I went to ladies, go talk about Emma. Ladies, I want to be really clear. At the end of the day, when it comes down to it, I'm the only one with a solo shot. I'm, I'm the one with the long shot. So I guess my vote trumps all. So let's move on. No, no, I Whatever. I Hashtag AJ's wrong. Hashtag AJ is never wrong. Okay. So uh, she strolls in. Uh, she goes over to Emma when she figures out what happened. And uh, tells Emma to move out. Mm-hmm. And poor Emma is all alone. And not so poor Emma. Hi, hi, hi. Then Trevino tells Elena he'll protect Drew, but doesn't tell her that he has him. What's up with that? Like, if you're going to protect the guy, was he ever planning on really protecting him? Now, let's not go there yet. But do we think at this point he was planning on actually protecting Drew? I think a little bit. Only because... Cause I'll tell. I'll, you know what? Let's wait until we get to the end. Because I'll tell you why. Okay, fair enough. Okay. I, I will just say now that I think that... If he could protect Drew, he wanted to at that point. It was not his primary goal, though. Yes. It was not his number one concern. Well, I don't think he ever could have. Yeah. So I think maybe in in a perfect situation, yes, he would have wanted to. Probably for Elena more so than just for Drew. Yeah. But he's got to look out for himself. Yeah. Good call. Good so. call. Mm, uh, yeah. Let's move on to my Next favorite character, million. Sue Ellen. Uh, she wants booze in her hospital bed. She pours a glass of water for herself and... Uh, She's thinking about bourbon and vodka yeah. and She's gin. Having flashbacks and to she the sure is. Night of the fire. Speaking of, I'm going to have a little sip of my uh, JR bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. It's water. All right. Uh, she 
is intoxicated uh, still, or mm-hmm. coming off of her, <clears throat> her whatever. Uh, the nurse uh, comes in mm-hmm. and she tells her that she can't leave yet. And Suellen's like, "Why? I was just, you know, I, I'm, I had some smoke inhalation. I'm fine." She's like, "Well, you actually you were intoxicated, so you're going to stay here for a little while." And mm-hmm. Suellen starts to get a little bit feisty with her, and then uh, Bobby walks in. Of course, Suellen's like, "Oh, uh, thank, thank you. You can leave now." To the nurse or the doctor, whoever it was. Yeah, the doctor. Yeah, the doctor. Because mm-hmm. um, she offered her help. And she refused it. Uh, and Sue Ellen is uh, doing what Sue Ellen does. She's uh, being a being a mean drunk. God yep. love her. Yeah. God love her. Well, and the flashbacks, I think, I, I loved them. Like the mm-hmm. fogginess and the way they went back. And you could barely see. Just where you were kind of inside her mind as she was as she was thinking of them, which I thought was yeah. really great. Because normally you have a flashback and it's simply just a, a, like a fresh scene. Yeah. And this was so grainy. And I, I feel like about really the last nice. 35 years of her life, that's how she's seen the world. Like much <laughs> of it. Blurry and sort of like wobbly and... Whatever. Well, and then we got to see the world yeah. through Sue Ellen eyes. Again, thank you, Dallas. We love you. Uh, so, Bobby tells her, Bobby tells her about Pamela's overdose. Um, and then, uh, Sue Ellen is getting bits and pieces of her memory back. Uh-huh. And mm-hmm. it's not really adding up at this point. Like, what, what went down this isn't making sense. We, we thought that she was upstairs. Which is why we didn't think she started the fire. Yeah, because I always thought she was upstairs. But mm-hmm. apparently she wanted a ham sandwich or something. She got hungry mm-hmm. and uh, maybe came downstairs. Um, but John Ross comes in, though. Oh, this is, That's not revealed yet. I'm getting ahead of myself. Mm-hmm. But John Ross comes in to say to check in on her, and she yells at him says, get out. So now John Ross is getting a little bit of what Emma already got from him. He's getting it from his mom now. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody's mad at everybody. Uh, well, and she's still mad at him for what she what he did to her for having yeah. her committed. Yeah. yeah, they haven't spoken since then. Am I correct? Uh, not that I. No, I don't think so. Really. Yeah, because they brought her home. That's right, mm-hmm. Bobby and Ann did. Yeah, yeah. And it's like the first night she's home, she's wasted, start you know, like passing out. She's drunk. having a party of one. <laughs> having a party of one. Yeah, yeah. We've never heard this story before. <laughs> Lindsay Lohan. Okay, so we love you. Uh, so uh, then John Ross and Emma. Emma goes to John Ross, tries to talk to him, tries to smooth things over. He looks at her, says, the first rule of cheating is when the wife finds out it's done. I have an issue with this statement. I think the first rule of cheating is don't cheat. <laughs> like, the first rule of marriage, don't che- Like, you have a wife. Why are you trying to sleep with skanky Emma, who we love here at the show? However, yeah. she's a skank. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. business. It's just business. That's what she keeps saying. It's just business. Listen, you keep trying to make it seem like it's just business, but everybody knows, and you even know it's not business. Well, to her, mm-hmm. it's not. She's using that as an yeah, excuse it's to her, force it's her. him into her bed when he cover. really is just thinking it's business. I just say I just noticed all of a sudden that I have, like, you both have, like, bluish colored shirts on, and I have both colors of your blue in my shirt right now. <gasps> oh, oh matchy match. Look at that. This is a synergy. At synergy <laughs> yeah. at its best. I like it. And the pink bow tie. Well, you know. I gotta rock the bow tie. Exactly. <laughs> Bangs and bow ties. <laughs> I love it. Alright, I miss you girls. Uh, then we find out Trevino is now dealing with the guy whose name we never know. No, but it's... Long, slick hair? Mexican, what, cartel? Yeah. Mexican yeah. Mendez Ochoa cartel. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he... We find out that Ewing Global is a necessary part... Well, we already kind of knew this, but it's a necessary element to the takeover of the Mexican government. government. Well, that part I didn't know. The whole government? I didn't know that part either. I, I was like, whoa, they're real, that's, just, that's really... Um, I thought they had hmm. talked about that before, that that was the whole plan, was to take well, down the... Like, for the I cartel to take over the government in Mexico. Okay. And that's where all the money is coming, the funding is coming from. Talk about big dreams. Yeah, why not? Well... Because the Mexican government is known for being so... <laughs> Yeah. reliable and <laughs> self-sufficient um just kidding all of our mexican listeners and viewers out there we love you thank you for tuning in really quickly let's take this opportunity to say uh you guys uh we we love to get on our itunes and on youtube and to read your comments and yes. comment back so if you if you get a moment please get on itunes rate us high give us as many stars as you care care to in your heart uh, we appreciate them leave us comments we will comment back also uh tell your friends tell your family tell everyone to tune in to listen to us you can also uh listen to us on your iphone on podcast that's an app on your iphone you can use to listen to us whenever yeah. you want oh after buzz actually has a no, well i haven't been here for a few app. months and now after buzz tv has an app that you can get yeah, as well after buzz tv yeah. does have an app now so there you have um, it so I you can would, listen to yeah. us uh, you can listen Just to us while you're, the, while you're at the gym yeah amazing and you please make to sure <laughs> to use the hashtag dallas abtv so we can read all of your comments and pull them from from twitter and 
all the other social media channels. Well done, Kelly Boom. 79. Oh, and you know what else you can do with this What else, app? Dorinda Parker? <laughs> please hit, tell us. If you listen to us and you hit star, you don't even have to look through all the shows. It will just pop as one of your favorites. It's amazing. Woo. I've been out of the game for a while. I had no idea any of these things. I still yep. have a Hotmail account in case you're <laughs> curious about that. <laughs> at least it's not Yahoo. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, Judith is at the hospital. She shows up. And she shows up to pick up Emma because Emma has nowhere else to go. Thank you. So she calls Scary Grandma mm-hmm. to come Aww. and rescue her. Oh, that one. And has while she's there. Has anyone ever heard her Uber or a black car or anything? She could have gotten her ass back to her grandparent, yes. grandma's house. Mm, she's too, she's helpless. <sighs> she needs hand-holding. Affluenza, <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, so, uh, Judith brings up the makeout session with Harris to Bobby, mm-hmm. and Bobby's like, I will never believe anything you say. She goes, Well, she goes, just ask your wife. And then, I like how she says, You're blushing bride. Blushing yeah. bride, yeah. Oh, and then what does she say on her way out? Did anybody write this one down? Oh, I, I wrote what she said when she walked in. Apparently, your wife got tired of being a mother again. Oh, yeah. Yes. Well, that was pretty harsh. And then yeah. poor Emma looks like she's like regretting calling her grandmother. And then on her way out, though, she said something to she Emma. She said, we better go. It looks like uh, some, some bad words are, are about, about to, to fly. fly or something. Yeah. 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 Which is another really great line. Uh, Bobby does turn around and looks at Anne, and she, of course, is... She's a lion hell. I can, I have kidding. to, I, I can explain. Hands. I have to explain. Yeah. And they go around the corner. And mm-hmm. you know what? You need to stop explaining. Um, that's what I'm talking about. She should have been honest. See, you just side. went on my side. Boom. Again, I've got the one shot. <laughs> <laughs> I win again. What side are you guys on? Dallas, hashtag Dallas ABTV. Do you think Anne should continue to be a liar or just come clean and tell the truth? As soon as shit goes down. Okay, like. you can't word it that way. Let me ask then. Hey, use Dallas ha- hashtag Dallas ABTV. Do we think that sometimes it's okay no. if you love somebody enough to wait for the proper timing, not when their entire family's in a hospital dying to it's bring up something like this? Either you're a liar or you're not. Let us know what you think, you heartless, heartless fans out there, or or heartfelt fans. It could go either way, really. So, I do love our fans. I love our fans. I, I, you know what I miss? You know what I missed on hiatus? I'm going to let you all know. I missed. The, the little YouTube clips we would oh, get sent. Yes. I really missed all of those things. You know what I love about, uh, we've been on hiatus for a while and so many of our Dallas After Buzz TV fans follow me on Hollywood Today Live on Fox. They watch the show daily. Oliver, we actually, my show airs in <laughs> Dallas. We're in nine markets mm-hmm. right now and Dallas is one of them. Amazing. So a lot of our fans down there actually tweet me all the time about that show now. And then oh, they come fantastic. back to this and they bounce back and oh, forth. So they're really best. loyal. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, Joseph Franco just tweeted and said that he thinks John Ross justifying infidelity as business is exactly what JR would have done. Absolutely. Oh, well, I need 100%. To, okay. I, yep. with, with, oh, I need to find this one tweet I just saved a little bit. I'll get to it in just a moment. Oh, Oh, no, 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 I'll get to it. And it is here. Nope, 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 nope. Oh, wait, we're almost there. We're almost to it, so I'll wait for it. Mm-hmm. So let's move on. Bobby and John Ross, they're at South Fork. Um, John Ross says he told himself it was all business, like you said. Bobby tells him that his words are cheap and says, quote, you want to be a better man? Be one. Amen. Love yes. this. Most it. on point line of the entire episode. Yes. Just, just do you it. You want somebody to trust you? Don't lie. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, that's the best father that Bobby could be to him at the time. Yeah. You're going to tell me you want to do all these things because Bobby's there for him and always stands up for him when it's warranted. Yeah. But he's he's always the first to show him his ways, too, mm-hmm. of his wicked ways. This was perfect. Bobby's very uh, balanced and fitter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah and he loves his nephew. Um, now we bounce back to the hospital where Heather's son comes over and thanks Christopher for saving daddy. Um, the nurse or the doctor comes out and says, we re- quote, this, I love this quote, we rebuilt his spinal column to give him a solid foundation. You don't say. <laughs> Obviously. Like, it's like, we fixed his spinal column so he'll have a better, like, of course he will. That's where your spinal column is. <laughs> like, it's such a nonchalant sort of like throwaway statement too. Like, yeah. no big deal. We rebuild a spinal column. Like, oh, Can you okay. walk again? We don't yeah. know. We don't so know yet, but he has a solid no. foundation. But we put it back together again. Um, I, I wrote down, I wrote down as, at this point, Christopher unsure about Bo. Um, because Christopher and Bo have this weird relationship. But Christopher's also a little bit empathetic to what Bo goes through and how it must be hard for Bo to yeah. see him with his kid and his ex-wife or whatever. But I think he's a little bit more... I think he does that and steps back a little bit more for the child's sake. Because yeah. when Heather he first came... Yeah. yeah. When she said, I'm going to have to go tell this little boy that his dad is a monster. Well, I think also Christopher's very, well, very aware after losing his own 
two children, uh, hashtag dead babies. Um, remember that one? <laughs> We're bringing oh, it back. Wow. Bring that one back. After, after that, he's, he wants a family really badly, yeah. but he also sees how important this is to Heather and how, how close that bond she has with their son is. And also, the son does have a bond with his dad and Christopher's yeah. not willing to like step, cause Christopher also, remember, he's got a pretty sordid childhood anyways. Right. Yeah. You know? And I like that he, about him that he was able to put his anger aside and his judgments, and yeah. he was able to take a step back and and you know be. Because Christopher's not a real him. Ewing, technically. Oh, oh I'm yeah, so I know. Happy we have to hear one more time. Yeah. Oh, adopted. Oh, adopted. Just remember the cat will be a born. <laughs> that was like overuse oh, of it. Oh, <laughs> that was a terrible episode. <laughs> oh, all right. So um, Emma's back at home. She's sad. Judas says uh, she's talking about. Emma's saying to Judith, basically, you know, you think I'm weak, you think I'm all these things, and I'm I'm whatever. And Judith says to her, the ability to feel pain is a gift. And then she goes on explaining how she needs to use it to turn it into vengeance. Yeah. Which goes back to me in my statement about how she still doesn't think what she did was wrong. She feels wronged. So now she has to build up and get revenge against those who have wronged you. Well, okay, so the, okay, so that's a fair statement. Okay, I guess the issue is I don't. She doesn't know that she's doing wrong, so therefore I don't hold her accountable as much as I would for somebody who is knowingly doing all these bad things. Does that make sense? Where Emma, How do you I feel not like, know you're doing something well, wrong when you're sleeping with a married man. Well, I when you're you're raised by two people who are that crazy. I don't know if she knows that she's doing wrong, or what, I don't know if she. It's not that I don't know that she knows what she's doing wrong. I don't know that she knows how to do it right. Well, and I think she truly feels that, that she, she truly thinks she's I, in love with him. Yeah. yeah. And I think to her, well, obviously, well, that, to her, it's no, she doesn't. Yeah. But to her, she thinks that she's in love with him, and this is the way that she shows it mm-hmm. is by manipulating him to sleep with her. Well, by all accounts, uh, John Ross has that good stuff. So I mean, he's been, <laughs> he's got some pretty lovely ladies over the years. So I can see yeah. why she might all gone psycho. Yeah. Well, of course. <laughs> what, what was that, Marina? Oh yeah. What was her name? Mar- it started with an M. The crazy sex tape one. Oh, the yeah. one that fell out the window. Yeah, the one that fell out yes. the window. I yes. think it's Marina. Something like that. Martha, 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 Martha. yes. Crazy Martha. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, Elena tells John Ross, uh, because John Ross goes to Elena to have a a real conversation. She tells Mm -hmm. him that she needs to go and apologize to Pamela. Mm -hmm. Um, And which I thought was bigger for her, because she and Pamela aren't always best friends. And she and John Ross have, obviously, their issues Well, especially considering that she's partly the reason that this all happened. Exactly. Uh, She reminds him every day is a new chance to do the right thing. She figures out Trevino sent the video, which was a big moment in the episode. Yes. Because uh, he said something about... how How did that come up? He mentioned something about... Emma and I, this video. Well, he said, he said, at least I think Ryland did me a favor because now I don't have to keep lying to Pamela. That's right. And she's like, wait, how do you know Ryland? He's like, well, who else would have done it? And she, in that moment, she's like, mm, yeah. And she calls and you need to call me back right now. She calls, I know you sent she that calls video. him an SOB. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, John Ross uh, is allowed to finally visit <clears throat> Pamela. He asks for another chance. He gives her the melted plastic ring for a second time because I'm sure that will really win her over. Um, a ring from a carnival. And, uh, it was the ring in Vegas. Or Vegas, Vegas. That's what it was, it's Vegas. It's sentimental right. value. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To who? Well, apparently nobody, because she tossed that right in, in the, the trash. trash. Oh, um, she did good. By well, and then she looks at him, he goes, I know you're hurting right now, but and she looks at him, she goes, what makes you think I'm hurt? Mm, she's crazy. She's going to bring back all kinds of crazy second half of the season. Mm-hmm. Cold I Pamela love, just came right back. I love crazy Pamela. I could never figure out if she actually is always crazy or if she actually is loving sometimes because she goes back and forth. <laughs> well, the revelation that she told him that she planned that whole thing out. If mm-hmm. I wanted to kill myself, I would not have gone to your hotel room to do it. I wanted you to picture me like that every time you wanted to have sex with that piece, piece of, of trash. trash. <laughs> she's like she's like sexy huh i mean just cold Dead. and callous and just oh. she's like that i mean for that for lack of she's a better word that's just like, yeah i was like kudos crazy. girl you go you it, it's, kudos it's like a, it's like I, a, I mean really kudos? it's like a tv character have to version. kill yourself to prove yeah, a point teach lesson. she probably like googled right. how many pills she could take and still live um, <laughs> exactly it's like a tv version of the Alanis morissette song 
Remember? Yes. Yeah. Yes. You know the one. Yes. Um, oh. Okay. Oh. Dorinda. Oh, we're all all Dorinda's all choked up. Choking on pills over there. Per usual. pan. So let's get to. Oh, and this is the part where I did want to bring up uh, what we were just talking about. It made me think of something I wanted to say earlier. Oh, the melted plastic ring. Did you notice that when John Ross got the ring box out of the burnt uh, South Fork, mm-hmm. at that moment, he was standing in between that, and did you see what was over to the other side of him? No. The cowboy hat. Which I thought was JR's hat. That's oh. how I took that. I interpreted that as, that's JR's hat. And he, in that moment, I thought, my, my gut said, oh, he's going to grab JR's hat, and this is going to be a turning point for him. But instead of grabbing the hat, he grabbed the ring. Which to me was, maybe I'm reading into this, mm-hmm. but to me, that meant he was choosing his relationship and choosing to be different from his dad and choosing to be a better man in that moment. I love that. And That's then a he, great, and great then he, observation. Yeah, but then he took that to her and mm-hmm. then she re- rejected it. Which, what, as a fan, though, what that allows is if he does go the JR route now, mm-hmm. at least it gives, like, he tried. Now you're, yeah. you're like, well, what's mm-hmm. he supposed to do? You can understand it now as opposed to just being mean for the sake of being mean. Right. Does that make sense? Yes. Or yeah. I just wait but right I mean, away. It's going to take a little I, bit more I, than a plastic ring. I mean, yeah. come on. He's going to have to work for it a little bit if he really wants to be different. I think I also saw Victoria Principal like peeking around the corner. <laughs> the place, too. So, I mean, I could be reading into a lot of things. So, Sue Ellen is in a robe in a gift shop. <laughs> I love the scene. Love, you're love, like, love. why is she in a department yeah. store? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's having. I thought she was in the like, guys, why is she in a department store? I well, forgot she was in a hospital there. That's a pretty nice hospital gift yeah. shop. Well, yeah. It did look like a really nice department. Bougie. It was bougie. <laughs> she starts having more flashbacks. She tried to burn the wedding invitation, and then she realizes that she thinks she set off the fire, and she mm-hmm. gets crazy eyes. Which was great, by the way. Mm-hmm. That, once again, the way they were mm-hmm. doing that whole... Oh, it was so yeah. good. Well, she steals aftershave, because she's looking for booze, because she's now realizing that she may have done this, and she's trying to figure out a way out of it. Um, and she steals the aftershave, uh, and then she goes, finds Bob. Well, she, she throws the aftershave. Tom Hanks it. Like she yes. was. Mm-hmm. Um, oh my gosh, I want to read this. Oh, my phone is busy right now. It's full. Oh my gosh, I took pictures of the tweets that um, they were uh-huh. tweeting a little bit ago. Emma Bell, there's one that she wrote that was really, really funny about uh, the aftershave. And I'm going to find it right now. So it's so important that I read this, you guys. Um, well, luckily, we didn't see her chug the aftershave, which I was that been, that that so thankful that she decided against it. Because that would have been up there with drinking with the bums. I mean, terrible. But I like that. And it was very surprising to me that she went straight to the family and confessed. I was I was very proud of her. Mm-hmm. That took a lot of... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so Julie Gonzalo tweeted, uh, trying to find alcohol in hashtag aqua velva aftershave. That's too far, Dallas TNT. <laughs> and then Emma Bell follows up with, so Linda Gray started the fire and wants to get drunk on aftershave. Hashtag problems. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Aqua Velva. Well done. Well played, Julie. Um, but she doesn't, though. She throws it out. So she's mm-hmm. trying. Yeah. Uh, that is the plight of her of her life, uh, or of any alcoholic, I think. You, yeah. you don't necessarily want to be that, but you are that. And she realizes it, and she even admits to the fire, and then she says, I'm an alcoholic and will be until the day I die. That was heartbreaking. I yeah. hope that's not foreshadowing. I don't like when they make a statement like <gasps> oh, that. Like, yeah. if they're going to kill her off this season or something, that makes no. me really nervous. I don't want it to happen. No, I because they need to have they need to have the legacy characters. And they do. The show would be nothing without these legends. The, I mean, on the flip side, though, it could be mm. a reason to bring back Victoria Principal. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so we go back to Bo. Bo says he went in um, to help, um, and then it makes me wonder if Christopher and Bo, if is there a weird friendship going on because Christopher's kind of looking at Bo a little bit differently. But then I'm also. When Bo and Heather and the child are all there together and the child's like, you're going to come to the next rodeo, mom, right? Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, sure. I'm like, then I'm wondering, is Christopher seeing like this relationship slip away from him? Because oftentimes people who you break up, you divorce, you whatever, mm-hmm. especially if there's a kid involved, right. something tragic like this happens. It brings you back at least temporarily. Yes. Oftentimes. Is well, that's the way that I took it, that yeah. he was seeing the family back together and thinking he doesn't really fit. Yeah. You know, that nobody was paying attention to him. He was out. Yeah, so. and Christopher would never in a million years break up a family. No. Yeah, yeah, he's not that. He's not that way. Yeah, mm-hmm. and also I think it it is a, a good opportunity to um, 
make him single again so that at the end of the season when Elena comes back to the good side, they'll be ready to get back together because they will. When they find out that that was a forged document and that never really happened. Yeah. Because <laughs> the Ewings would never do that. Not that no. they would never do that. It's just so... I don't think that's true. It's a bit I, of a stretch. It's a real big stretch. Yeah. And, and everything on, on... That means they would lose everything. And really, they're going to let the Ewings lose everything? Yeah. No. Right. Because they've never done a storyline similar to that ever in the history of Dallas. <laughs> never. <laughs> never. Never. Always, yeah. never. 13 episodes, yeah, 10 to 15. It's always so real. Let's let's go back to South Fork. Really uh, South Fork is in shambles right now. This has to be a little bit nervous, to be honest. Yes. I, don't, I, I can't wait to see what they do with it next. Yeah. Um, but John Ross uh, might get his atrium. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. He, he has one now. There's like a hole in the wall. There's plenty of sun coming in. My question though is can't Bobby hire people to clean up the damn like literally and you you one of you made a comment you're like oh Bobby's such a man sure <laughs> but come on you can afford an Uber for Emma you can afford <laughs> to have somebody come and clean up your burnt down which house which he does have but I think it was more so that he is working out his frustration over the whole Rylan and Ann thing and he needs to get his hands dirty that's how he deals um, with this He's one. not prissy. He doesn't need people to do it for him. He likes to get in there himself. I'm like a Kelly. man. I love you. <laughs> I love you. Yeah. I would I also love the way your necklace is resting between your boobs tonight. It's really great, <laughs> yeah, Kelly. Thanks. It's a really cute necklace on you. I like it a lot. Really classy. Um, Anne apologizes once again to mm, Bobby. That one. And I'm thinking that he's going to be like, because he seems like he's like, he's like, I know. I know. But then he says that, you know, he doesn't know what she's keeping from what she's lying about anymore I mean that was such a heartbreaking scene I think because to look at someone and as much as he's in love with her and he says every time I would look at you I would just think how lucky I am to be with you and now every time I look at you all I can think of is what are you hiding from me well that's the, that's the thing about any sort Liars. of cheating that's the thing about lying well cheating for, for me at least I can whatever I would say that I could get over the sexual stuff. I could get over that part of it. I could deal with that. Mm. It's what that represents. That's mm-hmm. the hard thing to get over. Is there something lacking? Yes, exactly. And there's and once that is gone in a relationship, that 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 trust beyond anything else, that that ability to look at somebody and see only the good in them, once that is gone, mm-hmm. it's so hard to ever get back. And you have to make yourself very vulnerable, and so do they, and you have to go through a lot of stuff to get back to that place. And I don't know that he's willing to get back to that place after two strikes. And I wouldn't blame him if he didn't. Yeah. Well, and I'm not I'm not completely anti-Anne. I mean, think about it. She She's right. She couldn't, you know, Rylan kissed her. She didn't necessarily stand there for a full-on make-out session. But one thing that Bobby did say is, no, you can't control what he does, but you can control the, what you tell me about it. Yes. Yeah. And I think she kind of <clears throat> knew it was kind of going that way. Because remember last season yeah. when they mm-hmm. were talking outside the gates and it got a little, you know. That's little, a good point. You know, she kind of. The thing yeah. is about cheating, it almost never, ever, ever, ever happens on the first encounter. You keep putting yourself in the position over and over yes. again and push it a little bit further and, and mm. talk a little bit more flirtatious and send a little bit dirty text message or whatever. You slowly, and you might say no, 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 but if your actions mm-hmm. are saying yeah, 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 and you keep showing up like she did, yep. she is as much at fault as right. he is. Well, and it's worse when it's an emotional cheating. Sure. When you have that emotional mm-hmm. attachment, because you're right, you know, some, something physical is a little, I mean, cheating is never easy to get over, but I think just if, a one night stand or something like that is a little bit easier and to deal with. And it's with a man who was abusive to you versus, and stole your child and never let you raise yes, your kid and you go back to that. a psychopathic mother but will kill you at any moment. At one point, they did love each other. They were married. You know, yeah, 20 years was, ago. You know, yet, sometimes yet. the feelings come back. Whatever. So let's, let's wrap this episode up with Drew. Um, it turns out that he oh. actually really did set the fire. Mm-hmm. Okay, he went in and like put like some stuff, sprayed some stuff on the wall, and put one of those air fresheners in there that my mom's always warning me that it'll catch fire if I let it run out. And so apparently, it, thanks mom for the heads yes. up. Well done. Uh, but uh, and he so he really actually did start the fire. Trevino. Um, well, then he also he's told you know, Trevino looks at this as kind of a blessing. At mm-hmm. least now they think it was her. You got to get out of jail free card for this. Um, he warns Drew not to destroy the plan because mm-hmm. the plan is more important than Drew. He wants to save Drew also, maybe, but the plan is number one. 
Right. Um, and he warns him not to destroy that. Um, we see, uh, well, Drew makes it very clear that Torino is using Elena, which we already kind of knew. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it gets a little bit, this, the end of this, the end of this, this episode was, was rough. Yeah. Drew, it was like, hard poor, to watch. Poor Drew. He's never gotten a fair shake no, in life. No, no. You know, from losing his father as a, as a child to being, you know, just kind of like the black sheep of the family his entire mm-hmm. life and never, never quite and and going through the whole explosion on the oil rig and mm-hmm. how he didn't that was not his intention and mm-hmm. having to suffer through that um and then trevino looks at him says give your father my love which i thought was for those to be the last words you hear yeah. knowing that your entire life's been driven by your hatred of a family that you think has stolen everything from your father which may now actually be a lie mm-hmm. and for yeah. those to be the last words you hear before a gun is put to his head and that shot that scene was pretty no i was expecting them to turn away and then just hear it but it was yeah, like you saw no. the head kind of yeah it, i was shocked by that what i was always sh- what i was also shocked by even before you said give your father my love he's doing the eye thing trevino's doing the eye thing like eyeing the the guy that we can't remember his name mm-hmm. saying just say he's trying to give him that one last moment just say you'll yeah. let us carry out this plan but drew just is not getting he's it. trying to throw him a line well but i think i think that he was right i i don't even if it didn't happen in that room those cartel guys weren't going to let him live with yeah. the possibility that they could ruin it. Yeah. That he could ruin that. I think yeah. he was right. He was I like, I was dead as soon as I walked well, in. Well, his life is not here. worth more than the $600 million they've invested no. and w- worth more than this plan to take over the government. I mean, his life's just not worth more than that. And, well, and he says, is a coward. Yeah. And he says, you know, where I, from after what I've done, I'm going to hell. I'll save you a seat. Aye, aye, aye. And those were his last words, Yikes. which were pretty poetic. Oh, yeah. yeah, what a what a beautiful show! I love the show so much. I'm so yeah, glad it's, it's back. I'm so glad you ladies are back. I'm glad I'm back. I'm, I'm excited. I'm I'm so excited to see where it goes. And well, we don't have any news do. and gossip. I don't believe, but I think we do probably have some time for some predictions. So yes. why don't we do that? And Dorinda, why don't you start? Well, I'm still sticking by what I'm going to say. Those documents are fake, and Elena's going to hate herself when she finds out, and then she's going to be pregnant. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Because I, oh, because, oof, that Pregnant was. with the little cartel baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Cartel babies are the cutest, though. They're the cutest. Cartel babies are the cutest. Hashtag cartel babies. Yes. <laughs> what do you think? Um, I think she's going to find out that Nicholas was, was the reason that her brother was killed. Mm-hmm. I think something's, he's, she's going to overhear a conversation. Something's going to happen where she's going to find out and she's going to really see what he's all about and she's going to, like, feel like an idiot run back and kind of come clean Mm -hmm. to christopher because she feels guilty and that's going to ensue this whole kind of thing between the two of them between the cartel and them i think there's going to be a bit of a flip and i think that elena is going to come back to the ewing side i feel like uh pamela is definitely not she's flipping the they're going those two characters are going to kind of flip their positions maybe nicholas and pamela will get together yeah i think that makes sense i think it'd be really hot i also my worry is that I think that Anne is going to end up with Ryland by the end of the season, at least for a while. And I think that Sue Ellen, at the end of the season, it, we're not going to know if she's dead or alive. I think that's going to be <gasps> oh, the end of the season. No, 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 yeah. no, 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 Social media. Okay. Well, you guys can check me out at Instagram on Instagram at Dorinda B One and on Twitter at Lula Cherry Films. Awesome. And you can find me on both at Kelly with an I E O seven nine. I just want to say it's so good to be back, you guys. Thank you for tuning oh, in. So Thank happy. you for tuning in each and every episode. We look forward to talking to you again next week. In the meantime, you can find me on social media, all social media at underscore AJ Gibson, and also in select cities. Check out my uh, show on Fox Hollywood Today Live. Yay! Check your local listings. Until next time. We are the crew of Dallas. Later, y'all. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz y'all later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.